Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Power Your Life Radio Show with host and success doc, Joanne White. Author, speaker, certified coach, and energy master, Doc White gets to the heart of what matters most. She features guests and experts to help you consciously create more success, health, and wellness in every area of your life, work, and relationships. They'll share their success stories, wisdom, and know-how to help you shine more light onto your day and into your life. Power your life right now. Here's Joanne White. And thanks for joining us. I'm Dr. Joanne White, and it's always a pleasure to be here with you. Think about for a moment all of the things that you've learned that may not be serving you, people around you, your community, and our environment. Think about that for a minute because I have a very special guest today, and his name is Adam C. Hall, who's an author, a speaker, a futurist social architect, an impact investor, advisor, as well as a conservationist. And he's going to teach us how to access our divine genius with what else but the unlearning curve. Adam is committed to helping individuals unlearn beliefs, behaviors, and habits that shield them from discovering their divine genius, the key to acknowledging as well as activating their true divine selves. In Adam's new book, Divine Genius, The Unlearning Curve, he shares the 13 universal wisdom teachings as well as the genius process that led to his own transformation. Adam C. Hall was the founder of three successful real estate development companies before personal as well as professional devastation forced him to reevaluate everything in his life. That's when Adam began to integrate a deeply spiritual as well as a more authentic and natural approach, becoming a trained shaman as well as the teacher of the Course of Miracles. It was then that Adam focused on creating a company that protected the planet, particularly open space at the risk of development. He's contributed to so many things in terms of replanting the earth through the organizations, 8 billion trees, and so much more. He's an impact investor dedicated to the quadruple bottom line, which is so important. People, planet, profit with purpose, and he's founded the Earthkeeper Alliance. Welcome, Adam C. Hall. How are you? Well, hello, Dr. Joanne. It's wonderful to be here with you, and uh, I'm, I'm really looking forward to our, our conversation today and our exploration. These are, are times of great change, so honored to be here and look forward to, to sharing with, with all of you. You know, I'm so amazed at all that you've done, and my, the honor is actually mine today, Adam, because you have shifted, and I want you to share that your your personal story with people, you shifted from where you were earlier. Something happened that changed your whole mindset to to become one of really sharing and loving and giving in, in, in such a really impactful and divine way. So can you tell us 
a little bit about that shift that happened that took place with the with you? Yes, I'd be I'd be happy to share about that that shift and I and I would also just add that I continue to to shift. I continue to move in in the flow of of life and how things are changing so radically on our planet right now, but to to your your question, Dr. Joanne, um I was living really what what I would say best describe as the American dream. I uh, built a big house and, you know, had successful business, uh, the clubs, you know, all those accoutrements. You know, I have a beautiful family, three gorgeous daughters, and I, believe it or not, I have five, five granddaughters as well at the moment. Wow. <laughs> but ultimately, that that life, um, as I describe it, am I in my 1.0 nature, so to speak, was one that was, um, which what I would now in retrospect realize was a very narcissistic uh, life, which was just driven by my own personal uh, needs and uh, uh, wants and objectives. And And I did well with that, so to speak, if you do. But Ultimately, it was more about conquering than really earth keeping. <laughs> kind of think of myself as a more of an earth conqueror than an earth keeper, and um, and that 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 led me to a place in my life where it, I just didn't feel good. I, I wasn't uh, I wasn't nice uh, at times. Um, it was kind of a life of my own rose-colored glasses, glasses, so to speak. And, of course, it was a journey to the realization and the recognition of that and really into the forgiveness of my own self that allowed me to move beyond that, to shift, as you're saying. So the shift is is ever-present, I believe, for all of us because we're here and we're evolving and we're living and we're sentient and all those things. But... That was part of the jolting, the darkness, the the, the the depth of my own place of of not knowing where to go, but ultimately taking you know one little step at a time, if you know what I mean. Definitely, and you know it's very important what you said. We are continuously, hopefully, evolving and growing, and this is a very important time for people like you who are here to to recognize the need of other people as well as the need of our planet and the earth and being here to to desire to make uh, our earth and, and our living arrangements not just for selfish reasons but to help other people and and animals and and, and life on this planet and to me that's the ultimate, in, you know, in terms of, of beauty and, and in terms of all that we can do for ourselves as well as each other. So thank you for that. What's, I'm going to get right into it because I love the title. What's divine genius? What does that mean to you, and, and, and how do we get there? Well, I, I, it was interesting, the journey of me getting to that, even that tight idea of a title, 
really begin when I was writing this this manuscript, this book, and and allowing it to come through me, or perhaps better said, it was writing writing me me so to speak. <laughs> there is the idea of a me or a separate me, but I was allowing it to to write and. Initially, I was feeling into this greater divine design, this elegant universe that we live within, and this little ball we call the Earth that's flying through this galaxy called the Milky Way, and and the magnificence and the grandeur of it all, if you can just imagine that, and it really is a, a divine design, and Ultimately, the title Divine Genius came about from my own personal experience with the divine and my journey to really reaching in word and holding the depths of this this incredible universe that we, we live in and this planet we call home uh, called Mother Earth. And so it, what came about is this: there's this greater divine genius. There's this greater orchestration that's happening. Some call that God. Some call it the Christ mind or the Buddha mind or the Krishna mind. I refer to it in the sense of our journey, our own personal cosmology, that we're connected to this divine genius and that we are reflections of that genius. We, each of us, are geniuses in our own right, and we're here to fully express that. So my work today is about offering ideas, thoughts, application, processes to help each of us bridge our lives from the old separate piece of away from this genius of who we are and cross the bridge into this genius of who we are. And that's that's the whole purpose of, of the divine genius, the unlearning curve. So thank you for asking me that, Dr. Joanne. I appreciate that. Well, thank you for, for again, letting us, helping us move on this journey to be in a place of recognizing and also not just recognizing but accessing that divine genius. And I'm totally in agreement with you. I believe that that divine genius lives within us, that we can, we can access it. And, but it's not just us. It's so much more than in this body. And, and, and when we connect with that, uh, with our own divinity and with the divine, it's, it's beautiful. And you said something earlier, you, you know, the writing comes through you and works I'm you know I feel the same way when I'm writing it's as though I'm being led I'm being guided and sometimes not even aware of how it's going to end (laughs) which is great right (laughs) so I love your mission tell us a little bit about what it means to unlearn and what what do we need to unlearn specifically to be able to to access that truth within ourselves well the the idea of unlearning obviously as compared to learning is one that offers us a way of letting go of thoughts beliefs traumas 
anything that we hold on to, to let that go, to unlearn that, let's say, operating system of what I refer to as the ego, the idea of thought that we are separate from each other, from earth, from the quantum field, from the universe, so to speak. So I subscribe to, well, let's call it a cosmology of life, where that, that essentially says that everything is interconnected and it's all been given to each of us. We've been given these, this amazing thing we call the body, this beautiful operating system. I mean, who cannot deny that it's quite remarkable just being in a body and form and, and the brilliance of all that we do and share every single one of us contributes and holds that. So I believe there's nothing that we need to acquire, um, Dr. Joanne, outside of ourselves. You know, have you ever thought, like, if I only had love or if I, oh, my gosh, if I only had uh, more money, this kind of if I only had whatever's in the external, we, we want to look in the external to find and satisfy that idea of this ego and the separate self. And it's endless. It's endless seeking. So what I uh, brought forth or what came through me and that I am sharing in the divine genius, the unlearning curve, is a bridging away from that thought system that keeps us separate, that ego thought system, and offers a process into our wholeness, our genius, our oneness and interconnectivity, and how we can share that in the world, because we are here to share, and each of us are called now more than ever, I believe. And the essential thing is this, is that we seemingly just need to do one thing, I believe, and I know, and what I believe that the teachers, the mystics, the philosophers, the wisdom keepers, the men and women that have walked before us have offered all along, and that is we, we simply need to let go of a problem that keeps us separate. And the, in letting go of the problem, which we unlearn that problem, then what is revealed, what is remembered, is the truth of who we are as genius. That one problem is the thought of the ego that we are separate. And that's the whole idea of the unlearning curve. You know, and I totally agree with that because I think that, that we are connected and basically what you're saying is so, it it sounds so profound and yet it's it's so basic to who we are we are more than just this body than than just this ego and the connection once we make that connection with one another and with that aspect of ourselves life feels so much richer and i'm not talking about financial but just just this beautiful experience of sharing and caring that you so wonderfully display and live adam every single day which is so beautiful I love it. 
tell us a little bit about the 13 universal wisdom teachings. I don't think we're going to have time for all of them today, although I wish we did. But share one of the most important ones for our listeners. Well, absolutely. And if we we think of our life's path or the path that we're stepping onto or we're curious about and perhaps we feel afraid and we fear naturally the unknown of our life's journey, seemingly getting stuck and defaulting even into places where we are uh, seemingly have, there's abuse. And God forbid all the things that unfortunately happen that we seemingly feel stuck and trapped in the old way. And so what came forth and what is shared in the divine genius, the unlearning curve, are these 13 universal wisdom teachings. And think of each of those as a stepping stone, a movement away from that thought system that keeps us separate, that keeps us in a mindset of lack, that keeps us in a place where we're not good enough, that keeps us in a place of being unworthy of the greater abundance of our planet, and keeps us in a place of simply surviving and holding on for our dear lives. And now is a time that's testing us to extraordinary measure to begin the process of stepping and moving along a pathway, your pathway. You are the guru. You are the power. It's defined by you that you can move through this pathway beyond all of these things. And the 13 universal wisdom teachings are wisdoms and experiences that I personally shared, but ultimately they come through the greater teachers and the greater masters, that those that have come before us, those that are holding us, guiding us, some think of them as angels, some think of them as guides, some know they're here on the planet, they're also on the other side if you believe in that stuff. But these 13 wisdom teachings will help you to take those steps. And the first step is, is the key. And we will just touch on the first wisdom teaching, although each of them are invaluable in their own right. But the, third, the first step, Joanne, is really one of forgiveness. And you've heard this. We've all heard this. It is spoken about by every great tradition, every great religion, every great philosophy. All speak of this as numero uno. And yes, it is. But here's what is offered in the divine genius. I'm offering a different way to experience and approach forgiveness. And I call it true forgiveness. And this comes directly through my work as a student and teacher of A Course in Miracles. And that is we must forgive ourselves and others, not for what happened, but for what did not happen. And what did not happen was seemingly a simple error that every single human makes. We all make this error. We forget of our oneness and interconnectivity with each other. 
I mean, think about this. If we just take away the event, it's not to dismiss the event. It's not to deny what is gone. It's it's to just come back, step back for a minute, and know, hey, well, wait a second, that person is human. We, I, I was in the wrong place, this habit, whatever. It moves beyond the idea of guilt, of feeling bad. It moves beyond the idea of I have to judge myself for this. I have to judge somebody else. What a burden to judge. It's a tremendous burden because it immediately invokes an idea of being guilty and being innocent. You can't have the idea of innocence without the guilt. So it invokes these energies. So true forgiveness is a practice that allows us to move through the event, to not play the victim, to not be the judge, to not be guilty or in I'm innocent, you know, not any of that. And in that process, Dr. Joed, what happens is it's, is a living miracle. What happens is that we free ourselves from the power of events of our life, people, places, things, anything, big or small. We free ourselves of the power that has the grip that that has on the way we live our lives. In other words, we are often living in the future's past. We live from our past conditioning, our past wiring. True forgiveness frees us. It's that simple, it's that powerful, and it's that profound that it will invoke and lead to miracles and ultimately freedom and liberation and sovereignty from what no longer serves you. So hopefully that helps us. With no, one of those it, it does, and, it, and it's so very important and so vital right now because we do have to get past judgment, whether it's judging ourselves or feeling ourselves guilty or judging other people for what we believe is or isn't part of who they are and to be able to, again, like you're saying so wonderfully, Adam, to see the interconnection, the the connectivity of all of us and and how beautiful and how profound it is when we do, when we access that knowing and, and it it's so huge and yet it's so it, it it's so natural when we when we discover that and uncover that within ourselves so so thank you for that so you were mentioning that we're living in a very important time and a challenging time and one that's testing us for sure what do we need to do during this time that that applies your teaching and applies our unlearning and our and accessing our own divinity and and the divine to be able to not only shift ourselves but but create something more beautiful on this planet that's so necessary right now we need to get super real with ourselves i know throughout much of my my 60 years primarily in my 1.0 version, and that I was a really good bullshitter. And I, I know this may sound kind of intense, but radical honesty takes courage. 
And one of the things that I, I, I speak to and I practice, Dr. Joanne, every day, as hard as it is, is to see things for how they are, not for how I want them to be. In other words, it's, 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 a, bit of so, it's a bit sobering. But if you think about it, how can you drive down the road of your life or down the, the, the freeway in, on your journey if it's foggy or if it's fuzzy or if it's not, it, it's not, we're not seeing or listening to what is really going on because we want to be safe, of course. Because we don't want to live in a life of fear, of course. So the first thing that I believe and that I know and I want to practice every day, and it's, it, it is a practice because the old way of thinking, the old way of separation, the old way invokes fear. All of that stuff is very powerful and very strong, and it wants to dominate, and, and, it, it, and it's easy to default to it because it's known. So the idea of radical honesty, the seeing things for how they are, is a very powerful way to navigate through times of tremendous change in our lives. And now more than ever, there is this perfect storm of change. We have biological changes with our with COVID. We have ecological changes with our climate. And we have perhaps what I think is the most profound and important thing to recognize. We have psychological change. We're being asked to shift and our psychological place of our connection, our emotional connection into our soul and our deepest grounding of who we are. That is the crisis, I believe, of all the crises. And this is an opportunity to not simply step forward courageously, but it's an opportunity to spring, to leap into our, our, our genius. It, is, it poses... A, a, a place where we can thrive more than ever. So I believe it's a great invitation, and I believe we must be radically honest and really see things for how they are so that we can show up most fully to express the geniuses of who we are. You know, I, I, I totally concur with you, and I think it's it, it's really pressing for us right now to to know that to be able to to come to that realization and to act on it and and shift ourselves and shift our world in terms of prejudice and 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 judgment and and doing things out of greed and out of selfishness rather than for the betterment of of one another and for the betterment of of of, of all which is to me so essential Tell us more about the first book that you wrote, The Earth Keeper, Undeveloping the Future. Well, it, it, it was the beginning of, of what I 
now, what's now emerging in terms of my opening, my kind of right creative vein. I was kind of the left linear male, you know, you know, conquer the world, competitive, win or lose type of thing, but was not integrated into the creative side. And when I began to tap into the the writing and allowing the music, allowing it to flow, uh, you know, life became more balanced, of course, right and left, right? So masculine, feminine. So uh, it, 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 what emerged is the first of, of my own life's trilogy is, was the Earth Keeper. And that subtitle speaks to the core of what the message was in that book, which was the undevelopment, undeveloping the future. In other words, that the journey of my own trilogy, my own memoir, my trilogy, and the teachings and the experiences and the things that go on in all our lives, the pain and the divorce, the, the loss of my children, the, you know, letting go of my father, and all these successes and failures in business and world, all of these become material. Like if you're, if you're cooking up something really good in your kitchen and you have little bits and pieces, this is all the richness of, say, my own personal journey. But it, it, it's, it was about what does that mean? You know, what does that really offer uh, uh, to, to share it, first of all, but also to look at about this idea of undeveloping the future. And, I, and we, we, we hit upon this a little bit earlier, Dr. Joanne, right. when we spoke of we live in the future's past. We live in our past life's experiences. It's, it's equivalent to be, being a bird in a cage. Literally. And so the journey that I began, and this is kind of the arc that's coming through with the most current book, The Divine Genius, The Unlearning Curve, and I just published another wonderful little book, a little teeny handbook on abundance. We can talk about that if you want. But to answer your question, undeveloping the future was the beginning point of the kind of the movement that took me from the first day I decided that, my God, there must be something more to life than just conquering the world, than just showing up or trying to survive in the world, that this is the beginning. And that's what took me to write The Earth Keeper, Undeveloping the Future, and that's kind of the arc of the journey, so to speak. So it's it's a lot of fun to, to be sharing, but at the same time, it's a lot more fulfilling to be supporting and loving and caring. Um, I have five grandchildren now. I'm realistic about where we are and what's going on in our planet. I am deeply concerned about what is happening for our children and, and their children, and it's an invitation for me to get out of my own damn way and really to show up and to, 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 to serve. And I believe that's a great invitation for all of us. We all have an important mission. And you're here, and I love the work that you're doing and the things that you're bringing forth and the guests and the power that you do with your clients. So thank you. Thank you, Dr. Well, thank you. Thank, thank you. You know, I believe, too, that we're here to serve. And when we, when we help other people, when we shift even – 
you know, even feeding a bird this morning gave me such great joy. I mean, there there, there are so many precious moments when we're, we're doing something, we're sharing, we're helping another. How do we all right now need to be earth keepers, Adam? Well, I live by the, the, the motto, um, as the earth goes, so do I. As I go, so does the earth. In other words, what is most important, and, 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 and don't take this the wrong way, what is most important is to tend to our own well-being of our own earth. In other words, if I'm not good and healthy and vibrant and showing up for my children, how can I how can I show up for the, uh, the betterment of the earth? So the first thing that I'm offering in one sense is tend to your own earth, tend to your ground, your well-being. You can't, we can't grow flowers and food in abundance in a soil that's toxic, a soil that we pour toxic emotions into, toxic people, toxic foods, toxic drink. We must tend to our own spiritual health. So that is the one piece that I say is important. That's not selfish. That's selflessness. That is an offering that we can come fully to share in the bounty and beauty of our own genius. Secondly is the offering of moving into serving in your family or serving in your community or serving by just simply sharing your wisdom and your truths through a story, through a moment of connection with children. Perhaps it's with the environment. Perhaps it's in wanting to develop new technologies that serve the greater good of the whole. That's, I believe, the opportunity that offers, that each of us are offered now, and we all have this incredible capability and I must say also, I believe it's a, it's a responsibility that each of us has to sh- show up most beautifully in our own joy and our own place of our own genius. That's not narcissistic. That's not about selfishness. It's about being selflessness, <laughs> if, that, if that makes sense. No, and, and I totally agree. We have to be able to, to take care of ourselves and... and and what's around us with, you know, family and friends, and but really be able to do that so that we are stronger and, and, and more capable of serving other people now and, and our planet. You mentioned this new little book. Now you got my curiosity up. Tell us about it. <laughs> well, well, absolutely. And I, I, it, I, one of the missions that I have, is to end this idea, this idea, this thought that we are lacking, that the world is full of scarcity, and that um, the, hold on please one second, my part of my fire just fell out of my fireplace onto the floor, so I need to take care of this. Yeah, so, 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 I'm going to say, hold on one second. Okay, so we're talking with Adam C. Hall, 
who wrote this incredible book, The Divine Genius, The Unlearning Curve. And it's really about recognizing our responsibility and our choice to forgive ourselves, to be able to access the divinity within us, our own truth, and to be able to move forward as earth keepers, gatekeepers of this beautiful sacred land and world and self that we are living in and being. And Adam is going to share with us in a few minutes his new little book that he's been working on. But some of what Adam has done is so amazing. He's raised money for open space develop that open spaces that were at risk of development and and that motto the bottom line people planet profit with purpose is so important and and it's so much part of what Adam founded the Earth Keeper Alliance we do as Adam said have a responsibility not only to ourselves and to our families and to our friends and others, but but to this earth and beyond. And it's so important to find ways and access ways that we can really flourish with one another and also with ourselves. And what's so important... Oh, you're back. Go ahead. I'm just (laughs) rambling. (laughs) Well, yes, uh, uh, absolutely no problem. I, my apologies. Fortunately, I'm sitting here right next to my having a cup of tea next to my nice fire, and it just proceeded to fall out of the fireplace <laughs> and do what it does. But we, we're here and we're back. And, and uh, you know, before we kind of wrap in here today, I do want to share with you what around this little book of genius on abundance. And it's this cool little handbook, essentially, that you can take anywhere. You can look at at any time. And what it what it is is it's it's an outgrowth of what I I I'm I believe is is such a limiting belief that that we are not worthy of abundance. That mm-hmm. that, that we um, live in this mindset of lack, this mindset of scarcity. And, you know, that's very Darwinian, survival of the fittest. And that is a key attribute of this separate thought system of the ego that we've been talking about. So what I want to put forth is that we end this idea, that we really embrace the abundance of who we are. And it's not simply about material abundance. It's about spiritual wealth. It's about... It's about our interconnectivity with each other uh, and the abundance of each other. And it's not about what you have and what I have. It's about what we have. And it's, it, in this little book offers a, a, a deep sense of insights into our abundance. It offers uh, insights into affirmations of our abundance. It's simple and it's really fun to use. I use it regularly. I just pick it up and turn to a page. What am I supposed to know today? I ask the genius. What am I supposed to know? <laughs> and here it is. It offers such great insights. So, yeah, that's a good one to check out as well. That's that's available now. 
Uh, well, on Amazon, on Amazon Worldwide, so you can check out that one. Wonderful. You know, it's interesting because I just posted something earlier today about accessing our inner wealth, our spiritual, our, you know, the joy that's within us, the gratitude, all of that, and not only accessing it and 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 but also and claiming it but also sharing it with others. So so we're in sync today. It's beautiful. Firstly, I could we could be talking for hours. I know you have a busy life and so do I, but tell us a little bit about where people can find your books and and ask, get, you know, get more information about their own divine genius and the and the and you know, their unlearning curve and also this beautiful new book about abundance, Adam. Well, I'd be happy to. First and foremost is uh, on my website, adamhall.solutions. Again, adamhall.solutions. There are many, many things that could be supportive or helpful. I have several blogs that offer a lot of insights. Um, I have a free little ebook on abundance itself. It's a little ebook you can get uh, on abundance. I also have a, 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 a master's class on creating impact in the world and discovering your your genius. Those those are all free and just you know whatever there. It's a treasure trove of of resources, if I do say, that are available. And of course, if you're interested in the book, and that'd be great. I appreciate the the support, but also more importantly, these books uh, I believe can can be of help to to many that are looking to really step forward in a time of great change and shift, as we spoke about, to to move beyond the confusion or the chaos of the world, to kind of get into the power of our own inner genius and to discover that, you can find those on Amazon or, or worldwide. So those are on Amazon worldwide, both of those books. And actually the Earth Keeper is on there as well. So pick up a copy and let me know. Let me know your thoughts. Let me know how I can help you. And, and I'm looking forward to continuing our discussion, Dr. Joanne, and exploring with all of you to to meet the the greater challenges and shift that we're all we're all going through right now. I think it's so important that we we do that. Tell us a little bit about the Genius Studio that you built. Oh goodness sakes, absolutely! And so one of the things that I'm doing right now uh, is I working with um, individuals. I also work with companies and teams. And I'm working with individuals that are really interested in, A, removing any obstacle, obstacles that keep them from expressing and fully experiencing their genius and their gifts. That's the first thing is to, to really remove that obstacle. And the other piece that, that I do in the studio and working with, with individuals and, and leaders and teams is to offer a clarity so that the clarity around mission and, and, and the clarity that comes with knowing the, the, how to serve and where to serve and where those opportunities lie right now. So those are the two things that I'm focused on in the studio at the moment around helping others and I'm certainly available to explore those possibilities as well. Beautiful. 
What would you like to leave our listeners with, Adam C. Hall? Well, thank you, Dr. Joanne. It's been wonderful to be here today with you and, and, and all your listeners. And, yes, these are extraordinary times. They are daunting in their own way. And what I do want to share and what I do know although I don't know much at all sometimes, I feel. But ultimately, what I do want to share share is that we're here together. You are not alone. Our abilities and capabilities and collective genius will guide us through these times of great change. It's up to each of us to show up, to cultivate our own divinity, our own light, our own genius. And I look forward to being part of those um, opportunities and, and things going forward with, with you, uh, Dr. Joanne, and, and everyone. These are, these are amazing times, and they are also offer us. Beautifully put, and thank you so much, Adam C. Hall. You are a blessing to all of us, and I love what you're doing to help us unlearn and be more that we can be in the most beautiful way of serving. So thank you for being on Power Your Life, and thank you for being you. Oh, you're so welcome. Blessings, and take care, and look forward to chatting further. Thank you. Blessings to you, too. Think about what Adam C. Hall said, because it is very important to recognize the time that we're in and the ability that Adam said that each one of us had to show up, not just for ourselves, but to show up for one another, for our planet, for the more divine purpose that's a part of us. Think about that and utilize that and know that you have the ability to power your life and take those steps into your own divinity and to recognize the interconnectedness of us all in a beautiful way. And I love Adam C. Hall's optimism at the end. We can and we will together, collectively, make a beautiful shift so that our planet and the beyond feels more and is more enriched and filled with love and promise and connection. So thanks so much for joining us today. And if you want to get a hold of me, you can go to duckwhite.org. And remember, take those steps today and every day and explore your own divine genius and find out all of the beauty and all the gifts that are within you. Thanks again. Have a blessed day. You've been listening to the Power Your Life radio show with host and author, Dr. Joanne White. Listen often and spread the word about the upbeat show to enrich you and grow your life in the direction you desire. Listen again and again and visit DocWhite.org for more information and find out how Dr. Joanne can benefit you. Thank you for sharing your day with us and stay tuned for more exciting guests and events to come.
Let's talk about Medi-Cal. You have a choice, and Molina makes it easy. So let's talk about making your life easier, about extra help to manage your health. Nobody knows Medi-Cal better than Molina. Visit meetmolinaca.com. Let's talk today. With the Lucky Land Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.